Uh, JMI Wealth, Andrew Kelleher, good morning. Very good morning, Mike. Uh, apprenticeships through the roof. We're doing a bit on this after 7 o'clock this morning. Huge increase in the number of apprenticeships, and some of those people will turn up with a hammer and some nails, and they'll build some stuff. They will build some stuff. They will, Mike. We talk a lot about building consents. Um, we get data on building consents on a monthly basis, and we know they're running at very strong levels. And if we look at that based on population, probably running at the highest levels we've seen in history in New Zealand, except with the exception of that building boom we saw in the 1970s. But as you have pointed out previously, Mike, a consent is simply that. It's not actually a new building until it actually gets built. It is a strong indication of what's going to happen, though. But on a quarterly basis, we get information on what we call building work put in place. So this is the real mahi. This is the actual work. And this is for the three months ending 30 September 2021. Now... The volume of building activity in New Zealand in that period fell 8.6% compared with the quarter earlier, the June 21 quarter. And that's a pretty significant fall for a very significant part of the New Zealand economy. However, I do note there was still $7.2 billion uh, worth of work done, um, although that fell just over 5%. So residential building activity down 6.4%. Uh, um, Non-residential activity down more. It was down 12%. And obviously, the issue here being that we went into lockdown in mid-August and Auckland kind of stayed there just for day after day after day. And we didn't come out until sort of last week. So that is the first major interruption we've seen since the second quarter of 2020. Now, Auckland accounts for more than a third of all national construction. It declined more than the rest of the country, so down 11% for the quarter. That's more than double the 5.3% dip that was observed nationally. Now, Mike, I had seen estimates that this building work put in place was going to fall by more than 10%. So once again, the hit to activity, not quite as bad as we may have feared. Uh, what have we got coming up? We've got GDP coming up. That's the growth report for the third quarter due out on the 16th of December. So this data will feed into that. So it will have a bearing, and it is a positive surprise. Actually, it's, uh, retail spending was also slightly better than expected. So on that GDP number, I, I'd say at the moment the risks are tending to a more moderate outcome than the 7% fall that was forecast in the recent uh, monetary policy statement. Um, bit of data coming out later on this week as well, manufacturing PMI card spending. Mm. And global dairy trade auction tomorrow. Should Ooh, be another goodie. Another be goodie. Another All right, we'll stand by for that. It's my favourite thing on a Wednesday. Uh, apart from you and apart from my nationals. <laughs> yeah. uh, Vulcan Steel, what'd they say? Yeah, Vulcan Steel. So a couple of positive trading updates from uh, local companies yesterday. We always like to see those, Mike. So Vulcan Steel recently listed. So the shares were only listed in November. And Vulcan Steel is a steel distributor, industrial product distributor operating in New Zealand and Australia. Yesterday they announced a trading update for the financial for this financial year, so that's through to June 22. Now, they only really uh, recently released their estimates in the prospectus, which issued when it listed shares in November. Um, earnings then were estimated at $147 million, now given a guidance range of 174 to 184 Profit after tax was estimated at $74 million, now forecast between 93 and 100 million. So reasonably material upgrades um, for the five months to 30th November. Um, sorry, for the, the, those five months to 30th November, revenue's up 35% on the previous year. So steel, everyone wants steel for all that building work, work we've been done. Remember, this, they have an, this is an Australasian business, so they didn't have the same impacts in Australia. That's up 42% demand for steel. Uh, so trading being quite a bit stronger than anticipated. Uh, PGG Wrightsons too as well, Mike, the Rural Services Group. They lifted their full-year operating earnings guidance by $5 million to $58 million, 
Good-looking spring trading there. That's prompted that announcement. So both shares a little Good. nice pop high yesterday, Mike. I like it. What are the numbers? Oh, well, we're on fire. The Dow Jones over there. Dow Jones is up 651 points as I look at it. Uh, very strong start to the trading week over there. A one point, or just under 1.9% gain on the session, 35,227. Uh, the S&P 500 up 0.95%, up 43 points, 4582. The NASDAQ, uh, a bit of a lag. It's only up half a percent, 15,163. Uh, the FTSE 100 gained 110 points overnight, also very strong, 1.5%, 7232. Uh, the Nikkei, 27,927. Lost 102 points yesterday. Shanghai Composite down 18 points, 3589. The A6200 uh, gained four points yesterday, closing at 7245. But we had a soggy start to the week for the NZX50, down 79 points, 0.62%, 12,597. The currency's Kiwi dollar um, continues to be subject to the strong US dollar, 0.6747 against the US, 0.9578 Aussie, 0.5980 Euro. 0.5091 pounds, 76.45 Japanese yen gold, $1,784.47. That's up. And Brent crude a little bit stronger, $71.77. See you tomorrow. Appreciate it. Andrew Kelleher, jmiwealth.co.nz. Hosking. They do not come any better.